Hi, my name is Angie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from codependency. When I was five, I remember sitting in front of a post office and asking my mom what it meant to be a Christian. She explained how Jesus died on the cross in payment for my sins so I could go to heaven with God. I prayed with my mom and expressed my belief in Jesus' death for me. In my early childhood, I was a PK, or pastor's kid, and I enjoyed the attention and acceptance that came from this role. I was involved in church activities throughout childhood and as a teenager. I had a growing relationship with the Lord. However, I started seeking approval from people in order to feel loved. I became the peacekeeper for my family and friends, started wearing a happy mask, earned the title of Sweet Angie, and tried to control any any unsatisfactory circumstances in my life. I had no boundaries in my relationships and would try to help others with their problems but did not recognize my own feelings. I used food to deal with unpleasant emotions or situations and cycled between dieting and emotional eating starting at nine years of age. I always knew that God was with me, especially after a very difficult year in my life triggered physical symptoms that led to my diagnosis with multiple sclerosis. My initial symptoms improved, but I am often left with incapacitating fatigue. I ultimately knew my life was in God's hands. However, I still continued my methods of control and seeking others' approval. When this balancing act failed me in the midst of my medical training, I participated in a Christian recovery program to address my struggles with people-pleasing and emotional eating. I felt amazing freedom with these issues. I actually stood on a smaller stage and shared how God had helped me after going through a difficult inventory process. I talked about how I had learned about God's love for me. In hindsight, I think I only knew of God's love in my head, not in my heart. Even though I was feeling connected to my church, was involved in community, and feeling content as a single adult, I was still vulnerable for relapse. Part of me still wanted to be in a relationship and feel loved by a man. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Satan wants to keep us from a relationship with God and from being in community with other Christians. It was at this time that I met a charming man. As we grew closer in our relationship, I ignored or argued with the concerns of my dear friends that I was in community with because of how much I wanted to feel loved. We married and had a beautiful daughter. Over time, I found myself isolated from my Christian community and was in an emotionally abusive relationship. When things escalated to the point that my physical safety was in jeopardy, I removed myself and my daughter from home. While separation is not desirable, I sought clear boundaries for the safety of my daughter and myself. With biblical counsel, prayer, and counseling, I desperately tried to seek restoration of my marriage. Unfortunately, we divorced. My ex-husband dated during our separation and has remarried. I still pray for my ex-husband and his new family. I continue to see how my choices ultimately impact both me and my daughter since she will grow up in a broken home. After the divorce, I became a single mom and my elderly parents moved in with me. 
Due to unforeseen circumstances, I suddenly became the caretaker for my father with dementia, mother with a hip fracture, and daughter in the setting of my often limited energy capacity. I was struggling at my job, yelling at my daughter all the time, and was angry at my brothers for not helping enough. With time and wise counsel, I realized that I was the one that had taken the responsibility on my shoulders, did not say no, and was in need of help. When I walked into regeneration almost nine years after I had left recovery, I actually felt like I was returning home. Even though I was a bit nervous, I knew that I was returning to a place where I could share all of my junk and still receive the love and acceptance which is unheard of in the outside world. In one of the initial large group sessions, there was a lesson and testimony about codependency. I previously thought that codependency was when individuals were enmeshed with just one other person. What I failed to realize was that I was always serving the needs of everyone in my life and desiring their love and acceptance. People were my idol. Galatians 1.10 says, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still striving to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. God calls us not to have any idols before him. And I was truly humbled by this revelation. As I sang the worship songs each Monday night, I marveled at Christ's pursuit of me. During step three, trust, I realized there were still areas of my life that I had not fully relinquished control over to the Lord. At night, as I was watching my daughter sleep peacefully, the Holy Spirit began to whisper in my heart, as much as you love your daughter, I love you so much more. This filled me with awe that even though I had chosen a man's love instead of God, Jesus died on the cross for me, forgives me, and continues to pursue me daily. I now have a heart understanding of God's incredible love for me, as well as the freedom that comes with knowing that I am chosen by him and a daughter of the Lord Most High. In realizing this, I started to completely surrender my life to him. Because of my prior recovery involvement, I was asked to lead a group of wonderful women as I worked the 12 steps myself. It has been such a wonderful blessing to get to know and love these women throughout the process. Since participating in regeneration, I have improved boundaries with my relationships and am better at letting my friends and family own their feelings without trying to fix the situation. Having better boundaries and at work and in my relationships frees up my emotional energy to be more loving and patient with my daughter. During moments when my daughter is having a meltdown or I'm beyond exhausted, I try to take a deep breath and say a quick prayer before I respond. I then find I am more patient and less likely to lose my temper. When I respond in anger, I quickly apologize to her. I also strive to pray throughout the day, especially before any challenging situation, and spend time with the Lord daily. My life motto has become Micah 6.8, and I tend to use this verse to help me see if I should correct any situation. He has told you, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. I can still go back to old Angie, 
with thoughts of worry about what people are thinking or use food for comfort. When this happens, I'm quicker to ask for forgiveness, remind myself of God's truth and who I am in him. I ultimately know that my identity lies in the Lord and look to him for direction on the next steps in my life. If this is your first time here, welcome. You are in a safe place where no struggle is too big for the Lord to rescue you from. This is a place where change and healing happens. My name is Angie, I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovering from codependency. Thanks be to God for the freedom and healing that he has given me in my life.